That song always ministers to me. I was very close to my mother, just like Ryan was to his mom. This song just brings out all the emotions that I felt. I wrote an autobiography about my life called Eye of the Storm. And when I had to write the chapter about remembering my mom's cancer battle, I remembered this conversation that we had where she was on hospice. I knew this was going to be the last time we would ever speak. This song helped me get through the darkest time of my life. Hearing your music has truly been life-changing. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song. This is I Love That Song, songs, artists, and you. I'm Keith Stevens. This is a show that connects you with your favorite Christian music artists and their fans. I can't wait to introduce you to my friends in the music industry. You'll hear personal stories and faith-filled conversations. My hope is that you'll be inspired and grow in your faith. Wait till you hear the aha moments from others just like you who say, I love that song. You were 43. When you got the news, life will be changing, nothing we can do. The clock is ticking now, all I can think about is knowing I have to move on without you somehow. I'm so excited to share with you my conversation today with my friend Ryan Stevenson. Ryan goes deep and personal and shares a story of his conversation with his mom and what it was like to be there for her during one of her biggest struggles, if not the biggest struggle of her entire life. And I don't know why it is, but sometimes it seems that through life's biggest struggles, we grow closer than ever to God during those times. Ryan's new song is based on his last conversation with his mother. It's called When We Fall Apart. It's okay to That sometimes our greatest strength is our surrender. It's it's in our weakness that He is strong. And she said, "Sometimes you will never see anything clearly unless you see it through your tears." Today, you'll get a unique glimpse into Ryan's early years and learn how his mom's words of hope and faith have nurtured him and others like Melanie, who checked in on Ryan's Facebook fan page. Melanie says, I can't tell you how therapeutic this beautiful song has been to me. I'm reminded of my grandmother and how she used to call me to make sure that we had enough to eat during COVID. And we would call her as well, make sure she was all right. Some days when I'm really missing her, when we fall apart comes on the radio and it makes me smile because I hear her telling me it's okay to cry and to fall apart. But don't ever fight your tears because there is freedom in every drop. Sometimes the only way to heal a broken heart is when we fall apart. Ryan, you have an incredible new song called When We Fall Apart. And from what I understand, it's a personal story from your life. Could you share a little bit about that? It's, uh, you know, probably the most personal song I think I've ever written. Uh, And it's just a simple song called When We Fall Apart. And it's a song that I wrote um, as kind of a tribute to my late mother. My mom died of cancer 10 years ago when she was 57 years old. 
in regards to this new song, all these years went by, and when my mom finally passed, I didn't grieve. I skipped over that whole thing. I convinced myself somehow that, you know, my mom's in a better place, and, and all these things. I, I told myself these things over and over and over again, and, and, I, and it really messed me up for a lot of years, uh, not actually feeling the loss of my mom. There's, I guess, my little expose on this simple tune. When We Fall Apart has really spoken to me. Our family lost five people in the past year. No warnings, no goodbyes, and at the same time, I was pregnant and on bed rest. I didn't get any time to grieve, and I ended up experiencing postpartum depression for a year. I felt like I needed to be strong for the rest of my family. This song reminds me that it's okay to cry and fall apart. I wish I was able to sooner. Don't be stubborn like me. It's okay to fall apart. Born and raised in Oregon, Ryan Stevenson was 18 years old when his youth pastor surprised him with a brand new guitar, saying that he felt like the Lord told him to buy a guitar for him. Well, Ryan ended up playing in local coffee houses in Eugene while attending college. For eight years before he became a professional musician, he was a paramedic. He says, I went from working in the back of an ambulance to being in the back of a tour bus. He and Toby Mac co-wrote the number one hit and Grammy-nominated single, Speak Live, and his song, I the Storm, which won a Dove Award and was nominated for other awards, including the Billboard Music Award for Top Christian Song. Take us back to your childhood and to your connection with your mom. What was that like? I'm the baby of our family. Mm -hmm. I'm the only son. My mother and I were super tight. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I can just say, like, she was just the one person in my life that I knew who loved me without condition and just irrevocably loved me and accepted me. You know, I had I had a pretty tough time growing up uh, as far as just profound insecurity and a lot of, uh, you know, just some some pretty interpersonal problems that I just dealt with for years and years, my, my entire young adolescent life. And my mom was really um, a champion for me and, and she was just a, a mama bear. And she was your rock. She really was. She was there. Did you guys, like, when you came home after school when you were growing up, did you sit in the kitchen and tell her about your day and things oh, yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did that with my mom, too. I totally get it. I totally get it. <laughs> I, special special times. Just I, I'll never forget those, those sweet moments that her and I had together. And, if, you know, when she got sick, my mom got cancer my freshman year of high school. And that year, my sister... My older sister went away to college and my dad got a long haul truck driving job. And so it was just my mom and me at home alone. And my mom was really sick from then on going through, you know, chemo treatments and radiation and surgeries. And so I, as a, as a young kid, um, who's already struggling with identity and you know all these things, I was kind of at home with a sick mom, but it was, we came really close during those years. One day as Ryan sat by his mom's bed in their little trailer home, he knew they were about to have their last conversation, but he had no idea what she would say. I wrote an autobiography about my life called Eye of the Storm. And when I had to write the chapter about remembering my mom's cancer battle and and there at the end and her death, 
I remembered this conversation that we had where she was on hospice. She was in a hospice bed in our little trailer house. We lived in a single wide mobile home trailer. Uh, she was in a hospice bed and I went in there to see her. I knew this was going to be the last time we would ever speak. She was yeah. really sick. It was just a matter of days or hours. And she said a couple of really profound things. She said, don't feel like you need to be strong. She said, I'm going to be okay. I'm, I'm exhausted and I'm ready, but don't think for two seconds that you need to walk out of here today, putting up some facade that you've got it all together and that you're, um, and, and you need to be like, let go of control, release your grip and just allow yourself to feel and grieve and experience this because Holy Spirit, Jesus meets us. We are, we are uniquely crafted to actually go through these things as human beings. We are all going to experience loss. It's going to touch every one of us. And Jesus meets us in the rubble when we just do let it fall apart. And he just picks us up and he heals us and he holds us just like a daddy would. And she said, sometimes our greatest strength is our surrender. It's, it's in our weakness that he is strong. And she said, sometimes you will never see anything clearly unless you see it through your tears. So don't ever lose your tears. Don't you fight, you fight to keep your tears because there's healing and there's redemption in your tears. That's how we, that's how we heal. And sometimes the only way we just heal is when we just let it all fall apart because Jesus always as any good daddy would always meets us in the rubble and he holds us and he really begins to craft something anew out of, out of the pain and devastation and brokenness. If, if we were, are willing to go through that. And I just, I thought that conversation with her, I, I had forgotten about it, but I just remembered it a couple years ago when I was writing this book and it literally just set me, it began like a revival in my spirit. It began such a healing 10 years after the fact of of how important those words were and how wise and prophetic they were. You say you skipped over the grieving process. Why do you think you did? Because I didn't want anybody to see me falling apart. I didn't want my family and my dad especially to to think that, you know, this was something that I couldn't handle. I wanted to be strong for him. I wanted to to show, you know, everybody like, hey, Ryan's got this. He's the strong one because my parents were married for 36 years and I'd never seen them apart. Yeah. And I saw my dad just kind of crumbling and not really even able to function. And so I kind of jumped in and took the bull by the horns and just kind of wanted to buffer the situation for everybody. You know, Ryan, it is true because the person who carries the cancer carries the illness and the difficulty of that. The family like yourself carries the burden. Mm. Your dad had to be strong with strong shoulders and be an encourager. Yet on the inside, he may have been falling apart himself. Absolutely. He, and he totally was. And when, and when she finally passed, I just saw his world unraveling. Yeah. And I stepped in to just really kind of be a leader for my family. Most of us, if not all of us, are in a season of uncertainty and in a season of just experiencing fear and depression and devastation and a lot of loss and a lot of sadness. And I just, man, I really hope and pray that, that my mother's words, that this simple little song would, would really help people truly understand that we do have a good father and that we don't have to 
try to maintain something that was never ours to maintain in the first place. And that is literally just trusting in God and, and leaning on him, crawling up into his lap, crawling up into our daddy's lap when we, when we need comfort. What was one of your favorite things to do with your mom? And we used to go on hikes. First of all, my mom was a workhorse and that was what was so hard was, you know, she was very active. She was a worker. She was always in the yard. She was always uh, outside in her flower bed. And she just, she was, uh, we, she, she loved the take, outdoors. She loved it. And we would yeah. always go fishing. We would always be on hikes. And for years it was just me and my mom. Yeah. And yeah. So we were always together and I just loved being outside with her and, and being out in, out in the woods, out, you know, we lived in the Pacific Northwest, so we were all around mountains and lakes and rivers and, um, it was just a really special time. And that's, I think that's what made it so hard when her disease really started, uh, declining was just seeing her not being able to get out the way she used to. Ryan, what I love about the song is that you've captured the heart of the experience. And not only that, you must get a little glimpse now of your mom every single day. Absolutely, Keith. I, I couldn't agree more. You know, it's still hard. Like, it still feels so fresh to me. Yeah. Um, but I feel like now those those words that I told myself 10 years ago of, well, she's with the Lord and she's healthy and she's happy and she's she's looking on and she's cheering, she's cheering me on. Like I believe 100% with my whole heart that all those things are true and that she's with the Lord right now. And, um, just totally in a new body and just happy and healthy and hanging out with God. Amen, Ryan. Amen. You know, Jesus says in John 14 that I go to prepare a place for you in my father's house. There are many rooms. If it wasn't true, I'd tell you. And that's yet is so hard for us to wrap our brain around. But you certainly have a perfect view of how she is today. Happy, whole, healthy. You were her strength by her side. Your dad was too, and your family. And uh, I love what you did for your mom by writing this song, When We Fall Apart. And I got to tell you that uh, I'm going through a similar situation. And in many ways, I'm like your dad because my beautiful wife, who I've known for 43 years, we've been married for 30 years. We met when we were 13 um, on the ski slopes together at a youth group retreat. My wife, who's my best friend, has been diagnosed with a very rare form of breast cancer, very aggressive, and it requires immediate attention. And it's a real serious matter. And this is uh, the second time we've gone through this. And um, so it's been tough. Mm. And we've had to share with our sons and we have four young men that we're raising together Mm -hmm. and she's in chemo every week and she was in chemo on Christmas Eve and on New Year's Eve. Mm. And here we are. And it's, uh, it's been brutal for me to watch her, my precious bride go through this illness. It's, it's heartbreaking. Of course. And I'm facing possibly what you went through. Um, but what your dad went through Mm -hmm. and I know my wife is strong and we're going to face this together. And she looked at me in the eye and she said, we're going to make that 30th wedding anniversary yet. Keith Stevens. And she held my hands and she got a tear down her cheek. And I said, I love you. And we're going to make it. And so Ryan, I get what you went through. Mm. And just like with your mom, the same is true with my wife, Sue. The, some of the sweetest, most tender moments, the most 
golden moments of our experience in our life together come out of crisis. They come out of the struggle. They come out of the facing these difficult days together. Yeah. Sweet moments with our four sons and my wife. She's the joy of our family, the soul of our family. And yet she's going through this. It breaks my heart. Yeah. Breaks my heart, Ryan. But you are correct to be strong through it, but also that we don't have to carry it all on our own. That's right. And she's actually doing remarkably well through all of the chemo treatments. It's as if she said the prayers are working. Oh, man. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I'm just, of course, my heart, my prayers are with you and your family. I, <laughs> I understand a thousand percent. And, yeah. Uh, it is, it's definitely, it's not easy. It's, you know, you're living in it right now. I, I lived through it 10 years ago. I, yep. you know, I mean, it's, I guess at the end of the day, you know, when people ask me about it or how, how you get through it, I wish I had this amazing answer, but I, what I just can say is that no matter what it looks like or feels like, if we say we trust God and we are image bearers of Christ, and we know that he holds the future and that his ways are higher than mine, yeah. then I, I'm i not going to try to cling to my way or this life. I, I, I won't try to hold on to this thing because I, I just trust God with the details. And as painful as that is, we're going to feel pain, no question. Yeah. We just have to understand that God is a dad and he he feels it as much as we do and and he understands and and that's just what gives me hope and comfort even if it doesn't necessarily feel better right now well that's good advice thank you ryan would you pray for us today lord god we are so thankful to be alive um you're so good even when the storms rage around us even when our circumstances just seem to be pressing in on us and we are just filled with doubt and fear and worry and uncertainty. God, you are so brilliant. You're so good. You are overseeing the details of our lives. And we know, God, that we can trust you as Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Lean not on our own understanding in all of our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. God, I know that you are directing our paths. You are in the midst of our uncertainty. You never let us go. You never let us out of your hands. You're a good father. And we are so thankful that you never leave us. You're, you never forsake us. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we love that about you, God. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being such a sweet, tender dad that we can just crawl up into your lap and trust you and love on you and just find comfort and peace in your arms. Jesus, be with us today. Be with our families and our friends and everyone around us. Release revival, God, into the environment. Everywhere we set our feet, God, may your Holy Spirit just erupt out of every conversation that we have. Turn hearts to you, God. We love you. Amen. Mm. Amen. This is a beautiful prayer, Ryan. Ryan Stevenson, his new song is When We Fall Apart. Thank you, Ryan. This song may inspire you to heal a piece of your heart or to sweetly remember someone you've lost. Maybe you need to fall apart in the arms of Jesus. Be encouraged with Ryan's new song, When We Fall Apart. Find it in the show notes. Until next time. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song.
love that song. This podcast, I Love That Song, is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of University of Northwestern St. Paul. Thanks for listening.